Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back to the Long Acres Finance Channel. Most dividend investors like attractive dividend yields. And I do as well, but what I like more than a high dividend yield is a high dividend growth rate. Since I am not looking to retire in the near future, the dividend yield of my portfolio is not my primary focus. I believe that stocks with higher dividend growth rates should offer better total returns than higher yielding stocks with slower growth rates, especially over longer periods of time. The past year and a half has been a very good period of time for high yield dividend stocks. My high yield watchlist is actually performing better than my high growth watchlist, but I think the results from these two watchlists will flip in the future. I have tracked the high growth dividend stock watchlist for 19 months now, and over this time period it has a 19.08% annualized rate of return. My target rate of return is 12%, so the watchlist is performing better than I expected. I'll go over the full performance breakdown later on. First I'd like to tell you which 15 stocks are on the watchlist in April. Then I'll briefly talk about the strategy and wrap things up with the performance review. The top 15 high growth dividend stocks for April, in order from the most to least attractive, are Domino's Pizza, Cigna, Tractor Supply, Home Depot, Goldman Sachs, Sirius XM Holdings, MasterCard, Sherwin Williams, Visa, Lowe's, Humana, CDW, Starbucks, Ball Corporation, and Skyworks Solutions. The average dividend yield for the 15 selected stocks in April is 1.39%, and all but one of them appear to be potentially undervalued right now. The best dividend yield this month comes from Home Depot at 2.46%. All 15 stocks have a strong 5-year dividend growth rate, with the average being 29.56%. Cigna has grown its dividend the fastest during this period of time, at an astounding rate of 151.19% per year. Let's take a closer look at each stock now. First up this month we have Domino's Pizza with a 1.08% dividend yield. It looks to be about 22% undervalued right now. Domino's lost 5.56% last month, and now has 3 consecutive months of negative performance, shedding almost 30% this year. As a result, the valuation is starting to look attractive again, and the stock pops back onto the watches after a 5 month break. Next we have Cigna with a 1.82% dividend yield. Dividend yield theory suggests the stock is about 80% undervalued right now. However, this is not accurate the moment you look at Cigna's dividend history. The company used to pay one annual dividend of just 4 cents per share since 2008. Then in 2021, they switched back to a quarterly dividend payment and increased that payment to $1 per share. So going from 4 cents per year to $4 per year is quite a jump. This year, the dividend rate was bumped up again to $1.12 per share. If we take a look at the historical dividend yield, for the longest time, Cigna's yield was 0.02%, and in 2021, it started climbing very quickly to today's level. Dividend yield theory will not be an effective valuation measure for this stock, at least not for the next several years. The company does appear to be fundamentally sound, and the current dividend yield does look appealing on the watchlist. Cigna returned 1.26% last month, and is up 4.86% this year. Up next we have Tractor Supply, with a 1.58% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 21% undervalued right now. Tractor Supply was the best performing stock on the watchlist last month, with a 14.51% gain. The company is also now the third best watchlist stock with a total return of 67.13% over the past 14 months. But even after the strong return in March, shares are still down 1.77% this year. Up next we have Home Depot with a 2.46% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 16% undervalued right now. Home Depot fell 4.66% in March, and now has 3 consecutive months of negative returns. The stock is down 27.44% this year, and the current valuation is looking pretty attractive. 
Up next we have Goldman Sachs with a 2.38% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 29% undervalued right now. Goldman fell 2.69% in March and is down 13.18% this year. Buying stocks as they continue to fall is not easy, but I prefer to dollar cost average my way in rather than trying to time the bottom. Up next we have SiriusXM Holdings with a 1.32% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 38% undervalued right now. Sirius is a new stock appearing for the very first time on this watchlist. The stock added a solid 7.47% in March and is up 8.73% this year. The company has a short but strong history of dividend growth, averaging 45.8% year-over-year growth during the last 5 years. They also paid a special dividend earlier this year of $0.25 per share. The payout ratio remains low at about 20%, and top and bottom line growth has been pretty strong for the business over the past 5 years. Up next we have MasterCard with a 0.54% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 7% undervalued right now. MasterCard lost 0.95% in March, and slides down into red territory on the year, with a total return of minus 0.41% in quarter 1. Up next we have Sherwin-Williams with a 0.95% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 19% undervalued right now. Sherwin lost 5.13% last month, and now has 3 consecutive months of negative returns, with a year-to-date return of minus 28.96%. Up next we have Visa with a 0.67% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 12% undervalued right now. Visa returned a positive 2.61% in March, and as a result is now up 2.51% on the year. Up next we have Lowe's with a 1.53% dividend yield. The stock appears to be fairly valued at the moment. Lowe's lost 8.54% last month and is down 21.51% this year. It returns to the watchlist after the most recent dip. Up next we have Humana with a 0.72% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 10% undervalued right now. Humana added a modest return of 0.38% in March, but remains down 6.02% this year. Up next we have CDW with a 1.12% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 10% undervalued right now. CDW added 3.73% in March, but remains down 12.39% this year. Up next we have Starbucks with a 2.15% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 14% undervalued right now. Starbucks lost 0.89% in March, and is down 21.83% this year. Up next we have Ball Corporation with a 0.87% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 7% undervalued right now. Ball Corporation added 0.29% in March, but is still down 6.3% this year. And finally we have Skyworks Solutions with a 1.64% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 13% undervalued right now. Skyworks shed 3.54% last month and is down 13.74% this year. I know it's tough to look at all of these quality stocks falling further down month after month. But this is actually the best period of time for long-term dividend investors to get excited. A falling share price means you can buy more shares of your favorite stocks for less money. For me it also means that I don't have to skip over the top ranked stocks on my watches, because they don't present an attractive opportunity. This month when I ran my stock screener, it produced a list of 148 stocks. I then ranked all of them, first based on quality and next based on valuation. And I sorted the list to show me the best combination of both. So I am not looking at the highest quality businesses, nor am I looking for the cheapest stocks. I instead look for stocks that rank well in both these metrics. Once I have all the stocks for the current month sorted in order of attractiveness, I compute an expected rate of return for the next 5 years. This is a combination of dividend yield, a return to fair value based on dividend yield theory, and the long term forecasted earnings growth. To come up with the list of the top 15 stocks, I select the 15 highest ranked stocks that are forecasted to return at least 12% per year over the next 5 years. My return forecast is just an assumption, and there is no guarantee it will pan out. But this system of looking for quality and value that is poised to offer above average returns has worked well for me. Over the past 19 months, the watch has generated a 19.08% annualized rate of return, giving me a 7% cushion above my target. 
This rate of return is better than that of VIG, Vanguard's dividend appreciation ETF, that has an annualized rate of return of 16.89%. The watchlist, however, is not performing better than SPY, the S&P 500 ETF, that has an annualized rate of return of 19.38%. The gap is very small, and over the past 19 months, the watchlist has both moved ahead of SPY and fallen behind. Beating SPY or VIG is not my primary objective. My goal is simple. I want to have a 12% annualized rate of return over a long period of time. I also want to build a passive dividend income stream that will grow quickly. That is why I focus more on dividend growth than dividend yield. The 15 chosen stocks for March returned 2.22% last month, and the watchlist is down 7.09% for quarter 1 of this year. The best return last month came from Tractor Supply that rocked a cool 14.51% gain. Texas Instruments also performed well with a 7.94% return. The third best performer was Monolithic Power Systems with a gain of 6.04%. There were a few bad apples on the list as well. Sherwin-Williams was the worst pick with a loss of 5.13%. Home Depot also performed quite poor with a loss of 4.66%. While tracking short-term returns is useful, I try not to place too much weight on them. A more useful metric I track is the long-term return for each of the past 19 watches. The goal here is to have each watches generate a 12% annualized rate of return. The first 8 watches have at least 12 months of history, and all of them are averaging annualized returns of at least 15%. The more recent watches that have a shorter track record are not all doing so great after the recent market sell-off. What I would like to see is for each of the watches to be above my 12% target after a 5-year period of time has passed by. Even the oldest watches still has a very long way to go to reach 5 years. There are no guarantees in the market, and investing always carries the potential risk of losing money. This is why I do not advocate for you to invest like me. I do however hope that you can find value in me sharing my strategy. That's it for today. If you enjoyed the video, please give it a like and subscribe to the channel. Thank you for watching and see you next time.